Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Anchor FM. Anchor is the easiest way to start your own podcast. You can create and distribute your podcast across all the major podcasting hosting stations, okay? And it's absolutely free. So if you've ever thought about hosting a podcast, now's your opportunity to do so. Jump on Anchor FM and start podcasting today. We're also brought to you by our friends at Vulorium. It is the fastest growing live streaming platform on the planet. Thousands of titles. You can watch it on any device. It's got no upfront costs, no credit card fees. It's free to watch. You can watch it on the toilet while you're on your mobile phone, at the office instead of doing your paperwork, maybe on your tablet while you're waiting for the airplane to take off. Uh, but Vulorium has thousands and thousands of titles for you to access instantly. So jump onto Vulorium.com today all right, and start watching. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Julia Ekberg, who is the store manager and group buyer for Goods Million here in Hesloholm. And if you haven't been to Goods Million, it is a really, really cool 62-year-old boutique jewellery store. It's got some of the most iconic brands, both Swedish and international brands. So if you haven't been down there, get down there. And I really hope that you enjoy today's interview with Julia. It was an absolute blast. She's super driven, super motivated. So if you enjoyed today's episode with Julia, you can contact her with all the details in the show notes below. And we'd really appreciate it if you could actually leave us a rating in Anchor or on one of the podcast platforms that you listen to today. So thank you in advance. We really, really hope you enjoy the show. Three, two, one. Julia, welcome to the Remedia podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Thank you for agreeing to, to meet with me today and to sit down and have a chat about um, about your lovely business. Well, thank you. No worries, no worries. Um, let's start off uh, just going into like how did um, how did uh, the business begin? Well, that's quite a long story, but I'll make it short for you. Okay. Uh, before I was born, obviously, because I'm yeah I'm turning thirty this year. Uh, my grandpa. Uh, he opened this store, or he he was studying to become a goldsmith, mm. and he's from Halmstad, um, it's a city up north or further north at least. Uh, he studied to become a goldsmith, mm. and uh, later he opened this boutique in uh, or this store uh, yep. in Hesseholm. Yeah, uh, and then my uncle he started going as. I don't exactly know the word for it, but he started learning the actual, yeah, the actual... The, the process uh, of yeah, actually the making pro- yeah. yeah, so we started there, and my mom uh, also started there, um, and they've had the store now for... It began in 1957, sorry wow. mom, uh, if I'm... That's the year my mother was born. Yeah. So we've been around for like 62 years now. Um, That's phenomenal. Yeah. But I've only been in the business or, well, I was born to it because it's a, it's a family business, as I told you. Yeah. Um, but I've been there for nearly four years now. Wow. And was this something you'd planned on doing? Absolutely not. I tried to stay out of it for my entire life, but then I ended up there anyways and... I think it's fun, it's challenging, but no, um, <laughs> it wasn't something that I planned to do at all. 
Are they always, I mean, obviously you've come from Halmstad into Hesselholm. Is, is, is that because the family's transitioned to this part of school? Yeah. Okay, it was. it was easier to do to make them move. Or? Actually, I don't know about that because he was from Halmstad, my, my grandpa. Um, and he, I think he just, I think he stayed here if it was for being in the military or something down yeah, here. And sense. then, yeah, so he knew the town yeah, before exactly. he moved here and started the store. That was actually funny because that was one of the questions I was going to ask then straight away was like, obviously, um, being in that time, they, surely your family members would have done military service. Yeah. So I, I, I think that that was, that was it. That was because of it. That he, he knew the, time, the town before because of the military. And so I don't know. I don't actually know why he started here. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, if people aren't aware, then Hesselholm is like the central junction. It's the only train station you can kind of go yeah, anywhere yeah. from. So maybe there could be a logistics yeah. reason he was he was here. He could have found a pot yeah. of gold somewhere. I, I have no idea. But, but he was kind of crazy. <laughs> anyway, he like he flew to Thailand in the in the sixties when no one has uh, had ever been there yeah. and he he's been all over the place so he was uh, he wasn't true he was a true artist and a uh, uh, creative mind he's not alive anymore yeah he passed away some years ago yeah. um obviously so your uncle and your mother are now involved and they and they have got a they spend a lot of time at the store um are they actually trained in making my jewelry? mom's not yeah. uh she's just like she's the boss Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Uncle. Uh, and he's the Smith. Yep. Uh, yep. So he's the goldsmith. Yeah. She's the gold and he's the Smith. Yes. Okay. Um, Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just explained to me that it wasn't something you thought you'd go into. Um, but then, obviously, still, on a day to day basis, when you go into work, you still make the choice of going into work. Yeah. Um, so, what is, what is it that made you actually go, no, you know what, actually, I, I really enjoy this job? Well,. At first, I didn't really know because I used to work in a clothing store when I was way younger, and I hated that. I but could depend on what store it was. Uh, but <laughs> um, I just started here because there was an opening, and my mom asked me, uh, and I already had a job. But I said, "Yeah, let me get some time off from my other job, and I'll try." Yeah. Because you never know the business. I I didn't know if I would like it at all, yeah. uh, and especially working with your family is can be quite challenging yes it can uh, be, yeah. i love them to pieces but it can be challenging yeah, so yeah, yeah. it takes a certain dynamic of uh, a family to actually be able to sit at the dinner table and sit at the work table at the same time yes. on a day-to-day basis um so, so your yeah, hats off i mean the business last you know isn't lasting the business is in its 62nd year that's phenomenal in itself especially in a in an industry that like the jewelry industry and also being in the retail industry yeah. with the changes of um, of technology and things like that, it's 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 really a big achievement, and to do it with the family, it's it's crazy. Um, from that, uh, obviously you, you love your job, you've, you've yeah. progressed f- over the four years, yeah. And now you're what we would call a, like a store manager, but then you're also you're doing all the buying. What uh, what has that taught you? What have you learnt from mm. going out and speaking to the well, manufacturers. The thing that I learned the most it, is that you can't have everything. It's it's impossible to mm. satisfy every single customer. Mm. So when I first started, uh, we had quite um, 
like we have we had a lot of products like mm. really really a lot uh, but in the end in the end of the year we had to put it up for sale mm. uh, because no one would buy it mm. so that was a waste so what I've learned would be that you kind of have to narrow it down and really go for what you what you think is going to sell mm. so just slim it down narrow it down to products that are good like super good mm. and just get rid of uh, brands as well uh, that are not selling and don't be afraid to 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 change like your your views yeah i think i, I agree i agree what is proven at least in the last five or six years is the fact that people that narrow their business angle right down to even a single pillar yeah might grow drastically yeah um, both in uh, revenue and also in business size you explain it so well but yeah but that's, no but that's no yeah, it's but true that, it's true yeah that's what i kind of, of what i meant yeah no it is you, exactly if you slim it down and just these are the products that we are like going to put our hearts in mm. you're going to because we've narrowed down but we've grown mm. the whole business has grown yeah so but how many times you've watched those shows that um they're on you know on netflix or on you know, pay tv and it's a lady that's a business coach and she'll go around to like uh, you know a wedding yeah, yeah, yeah. wedding you know wedding dress store whatever it might be and they've just got prom dresses and wedding dresses and oh, formal dresses and it's like well, what what the fuck are you? Are you are you selling wedding dresses or are you just yeah, selling dresses? Yeah. And and a lot of the times that these people just get caught in like mass like holdings of stock that's just sitting there of money, just burning in the hole in their pocket, and they end up selling it from near nothing. So it, it makes sense. It makes absolute sense to narrow that down. What type of brands have you actually passed up on? And what I mean by that is said no to, and actually either gotten rid of mm. or been approached. And said, no, not, it's not a market for us. Well, do you want me to say names or just, or just like because we, yeah, let them down or let them go? Yeah, we'll just. What's the like? We'll go into names, okay? But, but what type of process of elimination did? Um. Well. Did you go through? Yeah. Um, well. I'd say, well, if you if you would ask my mom and my uncle, they are pretty like emotionally attached to some kinds of brands that that has been around for years and years and years and yeah, years. Yeah. But we can see that that isn't working. If they're failing in uh, customer service, like repairs, like um, uh, or if they would some some companies or some brands do that when they grow that you have to buy for a certain amount and mm. for a small store like us sometimes we can handle that if that is something that we believe in in that brand but if they make that demand from another brand that isn't that big mm. uh we would say no yeah yeah, yeah. so or if the if, or if it's poor quality or something that we would not feel at ease to put our name on yeah. because we're selling it we have to be the face uh, out to the customer for yeah. that brand. We have to be proud of what we're selling. Otherwise, it's going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, have you found that, because obviously you're looking at me right now, so yeah. I have one ring. Yeah. That's it. Okay, I don't wear much jewelry. Um, have you found that the changing market in terms of what um, 
what businesses offer in terms of like like returns on damaged goods or is that factoring am I coming across right what yeah, I'm trying to say I, is like, I, I, do you know what I mean like there's yeah, businesses that are now like you know take this complete outfit and if you like it pay for it later and if you don't like it send it back at our cost okay, you know is, have like you found that. that like have you found that businesses in the jewellery industry now are starting to angle themselves like you can take our stock you don't have to pay for it up front mm -mm, right? mm, oh, I and see, if it's I injured see. we just we just yeah. replace it there's no yeah um, is that happening in the um, industry a couple of years ago, we had some brands, like super small brands, yeah. uh, that was, yeah, uh, that were doing exactly that that you were talking about. Mm. Uh, but mostly, like we are a small store, and we have to like. I think that I would have to be really certain that I want to sell that product. Yeah. I have to believe in it to put it in my store. So that is something that we would probably say no to. We've yeah. had some, but no. Yeah, okay. would, but I can see there's a trend with that, like pop-up stores in a store. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, what is the best-selling brand that you have? Um, I'd say of the brands, because, you know, we do uh, custom-made jewelry as well, in yeah, gold and yeah. silver, but uh, as far as brands, I would say would be Thomas Sabo. Yeah. Yeah, it's worldwide. Yeah. Uh, and probably every girl. And boyfriends and fiancés and yeah yeah my wife uh, yeah got that. Yeah. yeah and i think everyone, <laughs> everyone i know everyone, yeah. I think everyone i know i think because because i can't remember what came in before then there was something that came in before pandora yeah that yeah. was it and then um, we used to have pandora actually but since they're kind of the same concept with like the charms mm. and the uh, and the bracelets but a bit different we like that would be something that we uh, would struggle with. Which one are we gonna keep? Yeah. Uh, where are we gonna put our money? So we actually put Pandora out on the street, and someone else took it. Yeah. So but, we had but, it first. <laughs> but it, but, but it, it would kind of make sense because Swedes have a natural, you know, attraction to keeping things Swedish. Yeah. So it makes sense that with, with Thomas Welba that you would actually, you know, okay, well, now we're gonna go local, so to yeah. speak. And we invest in that. What what percentage? Do you know what percentage you're selling from branded um, products to you know internally made products by your uncle? Mm. You, know you would actually have to ask my mom about that. Yeah, okay. Uh, she's doing all the, all be the for, figures that, and yeah. that'll be for podcast two point. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll, we'll do a catch up. Yeah. One. Um, how have you actually? Um, How's the journey been in terms of building your clientele? Um, um, well, you know, we have, like, I have customers um, who are getting engaged now and, and married, like, in my age, and mm. they can come tell me that their grandpa or grandma bought their wedding rings mm. uh, in the same store that I'm working in. Mm. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, so it's by... Can you say hearsay? No, it's yeah, like yeah, absolutely. yeah, it's yeah. per hearsay, for, uh, like yeah. uh, like that, and per recommendations. Um, because how, how often is that happening? Sorry to cut you off, but how often does that happen? Um, well, uh, quite often. Maybe not that particular yeah. uh, with a grandpa and grandma, but it happens. But. Uh, a lot through recommendations and hearsay, or my friend, she was here, or my my boyfriend's uh, sister bought her ring here, or yeah. yeah. 
Have you ever done anything in terms of... The first thing popped in my head, right, was if grandma and grandpa are still around. Yeah. Right. Bringing them in when the kids pick up their rings at the same time. Doing things like that. Yeah, that like, would be cool. Yeah. Have you ever so you've done anything no, like that? No, never. Okay. Some customers come in to my uncle and show them... Show my uncle some rings he made like twenty something years ago, yeah. and he gets quite excited and happy. And we have some pictures of old pieces. He so you start so you kind of document it, yeah. But there's for me, there's a story here. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, how many clients are repeat business? Do you know? How many people? How many, how many clients are repeat business? How many? How regular mm -hmm. do, do you? If you see me come in today, yeah. When was the last time you think you saw me? I would say probably uh, if you came in today, you would probably have been in my store like the 14th of February or before. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. But we have a lot yeah, of regulars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, almost, I wouldn't, like, I can't guess, but we have a lot of customers uh, that come in. Again and again yeah. and again and again, and once they've been there, uh, if they're from Hesholm or nearby, they will come again. Okay. Almost. Have you got Almost. a is there a loyalty scheme in place? No, there? we don't have it. No, no. We don't. Is have it something anything. that you've thought about? Or yes, absolutely. And is it what is stopping you from doing something like that? You think? Well, as uh, as a as a daughter and in this uh, company uh, and um, a store manager and web designer and uh, okay, social so you're a jack media. Of all trades. Yes. Can I stop you there and just yes. take one assessment, of, one guess at what's stopping you from doing something like that? Time. time. Yeah. It is time. <laughs> so I'm doing everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that would be it. Yeah. And also implementing it to our customers and to my mom and uncle, uh, yeah. You have to get their approval, yeah. I guess. And then, and then, and then, see what would happen. Then, even if you got to the implementation stage, then you don't have time for testing, no. And then analyzing it, and then working on what's not working, and, and continuing doing what is working. And since I tend to do everything one hundred and ten percent, and I want to put my heart into it, I. Like when I was younger, I tried everything and I wanted so much. I wanted to do everything and I wanted to be best at everything. But now I've narrowed like my life and my work down. Yeah. So that I can be the best version of myself all times. Mm. If you understand what mm. I mean. So I would absolutely want to do that. But I can also see clearly there's no time mm -hmm. for me to make it happen yeah. or make it good or yeah. So, so, the, so. At what point in this four-year period, and obviously you're doing all these things, at what point did you realize that you were on the right path? Is there is there something, and I mean I mean from a personal mm. perspective, not just a business perspective. It's 62 years old. It's got repeat business. Okay, it's a family-run business, so it's trusted, right, in the yeah, community. Yeah, it is. So, at what point did Julia find that she was on the right path within working? Considering you said to mm. me at the beginning, this wasn't what you wanted to do. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm, I don't think I'm there yet. Uh, I love my job, but in the form that it is now, it's such a good business with everything you say. We have repeat customers. We have been around for 62 years. Uh, but I'm not sure if 
I'm sure I'm in the right industry. Yeah. But I don't know what will happen with the actual store yeah. later yeah. on. But the the thing that and uh, the thing that really got me hooked with this business was that I have so much freedom to do what I want. Not tire wise, obviously. Uh, but with social media, with advertising, with that I could like express who I am through this business, and mm -hmm. I've I've grown really good at what I do. It's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. It's um, so we'll, we've touched on time, so they want to move on to the next big yeah, thing. Yeah, you yeah. just mentioned it. Then it's social media. So what social media networks do clients find you on, or, or we can find you on? Uh, when I started. There was another girl working in the store, and she she's practically practically like family for us, uh, or she's grown in the family business. She's not working there anymore, but she started a Facebook account. Yeah. But like, she's not that into it. She managed it good, like infos about sales and oh, we have this new brand. Mm. Um, so she started that, and then I got into the business. I started an Instagram account, I, or maybe I think we had an Instagram account, but it wasn't like updated at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, and since I, um, I love social media, I love advertising. Uh, I kind of, I kind of made it happen. Yeah. So we have we have a new web page, uh, mm -hmm. which is www.gulsmedian.se. Uh, you can plug it. You can yeah. plug whatever you want to plug. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. not a problem. <laughs> that's, uh, what this is, that's what this is all about. <laughs> and uh, yeah, as I said, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Um, and we have—I don't know if I'm going to touch that subject, but uh, right now I'm working with an extended version of uh, the store, which is which is called Gulgriven. For Swedish listeners, they yeah. would understand. It's not guldgriven, it's guldgriven. Anyway. Uh, I get really friendly. Yeah, answer. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is like an extended version of the store that um, uh, that gets more personal. Yeah. That is, it's just me. It's yeah. just because the uh, the surface of of the Facebook page for the store and the Instagram is just the store. It's nothing about us uh, who's working there. It's just. Is quite plain and infomercial, yeah. like that. And the extended version that I'm building on uh, is me and what I do at my job and with what and what I think. And it's going to be interviews and stuff that I think customers would appreciate. Yeah. And that would bring traffic to uh, to the store as well. Yeah, is that is that exercise to me? I mean, that I could be wrong, but is that exercise a branding for Julia? Are you trying to build your own personal brand uh, around what you do? I'd say that 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 is my. Um, and there's no shame in that. No, no, no absolutely no not. Whatsoever. Uh, I mean, it's only a benefit. It's actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's only a benefit for the business, right? If you can build a strong enough following off the back of your own brand, it's going to result in business. There's no other way around it. Right? Uh, it's very rarely I feel ashamed. So no, 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 it's probably so not the right no, word. No, 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 no. I no, I understand what you mean. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, you're on point. That that that's it. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to make my own brand, um, not my own brand, not the jewelry brand, but I'm trying to uh, 
as you say, um, as you said, yeah, build your own build, personal yeah, brand around it. Yeah, like yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, out of so you so you you've got your you've got your core um, you've got your core uh, social media platforms. Yeah. And then you've got your own one. Out of that, what are you spending? Are you are you spending any money? Uh, on no. advertising it's truly uh, no. organic yes it is uh, for now it is uh, obviously we paid for um, someone making the new website we had a, like a, when I started we had a website from like the la the last update was 2013 okay. it was actually so, that's actually a lot better than I thought you were going to say yeah okay I thought yeah. you were going to say like 1999 yeah, but, 2005 yeah, uh, but, yeah. But it was like it, it was super old, none at all interactive uh, website. Yeah. Just yeah, it was a really bad one. Did you go through a local company to do that? Yes. Yep. What company? Did uh, you use? It's called ProRec. ProRec, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, they're super good. Uh, yeah. They're too big for Hesselholm. They shouldn't be here. They should go bigger. They're okay. uh, super good. Oh, awesome, awesome. Well, there you go, ProRec. You got a, you got a free plug. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no, so, so through the process, obviously, okay, time is limited. I'm picturing yeah. this. Time is limited. You've got really good ideas that you want to do. You're building your own thing on the side. And uh, and the benefit of doing that, it actually allows you to test things, right? Yeah. Without it actually affecting the yes. main system. So you're obviously you, you're on point with that. And then, then you've got the overall... The overall sites and the overall like Facebook and Instagram for the for the business. In this process, um, what pitfalls have you found? What what stumbling blocks have you come across? Well, you said that firstly you haven't paid for anything, so you've done it organically. So that in itself is a struggle, mm. and I don't mean to butt, cut in on that bit, but that's hard because I've done it before. Mm. Um, but yeah, what else have you come across that you've gone? Oh, yeah, I wish I'd have known that earlier. Um, well, for now, I don't think there's, there isn't anything. The, the one thing that we notice is, uh, we used to advertise a lot in the newspaper, the <laughs> local newspaper, and that had good effects, like some, some five, ten, fifteen years ago. But now we spend like it costs a lot to advertise in the in the local newspaper, hmm. but it doesn't bring any customers in. So I'm not saying we're gonna quit, but when we advertise our biggest brands with like really good prices and customers still doesn't come in, well maybe we have to rethink that. Yeah, definitely. So you're saying, well, <laughs> not putting words in your mouth. But you're saying that there is no attention anymore on the paper. No, n not for the younger uh, ones, like the um, forty and below. Yeah, um, yeah. And they, yeah. And they just put in a premium feature. You see that on the paper? Yeah. So now I kind of read it. So it's not even. So even from. Yeah, I mean it's it's like the ones that has the paper. Of course, they read it, but. It's not a lot of people who... You can't uh, click on it. No. You can't click through from the paper, right? <gasps> so, so you need to, as a business, it's clearly evident that you need to be able to advertise somewhere, paid or unpaid, yeah. right, where someone can actually do an, a call to action yeah. and lead through to a potential yeah. sale, right? And you can't do that flicking through a piece of paper. No. You can't do that on the side of a car. 
on a billboard on the street. You can't. There's lots of things that yeah. used to work that had our attention, but they don't work anymore. Have you um? You've said there's no paid, right? But have you ever actually used an? Have you gone thought about going to an agency? Because mm. you've got a time issue. Yeah. And then if the, if you take the budget from the paper, what sort of what what does that open up to? I mean, I don't know what a paper charges here in Eslam, so I've got no idea. You don't want to know. <laughs> but, yeah. I've heard, I've heard, but yeah. I've heard, but they're just rumors. So I don't know if it's twenty thousand, thirty thousand, forty thousand. Yeah. It Let, seems like a lot. Let's leave it. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Well, that would open up a lot. Uh, I would say that I am the um, I am my worst, uh, my own worst enemy uh, because I want to have control. Because I, I love graphic design, I want to do my own adverts. I want to, uh, yeah. Uh, so that would probably open up a lot if I could just let it go. If I could just leave the work to someone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I know that you can advertise on Facebook uh, and you can pay just. Uh, like nothing uh, to to have it put an ad uh, in someone's feed uh, or on Instagram but we haven't we haven't done it yet uh, and I know there's a possibility but for now we've only worked with uh, we had like we had a competition or something oh win this if you like it and share it and yeah. we ended up with like 1200 more followers yeah. than yeah. we had before so that is Pretty good advertising. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, as you say, purely organic for now. Yeah, because the best thing about you working with agencies is the fact that they sit down with you, they work through a process um, of working out what the style is that you want. So, you might not have the time, but you definitely have the ability to dictate what you want, yeah. right? And then you set the budget and you set the area that you want to advertise to. But yeah, Facebook and Instagram is definitely the way to go. Um, it's got the, you know, other than. Um, Instagram influencers, it's got their best return yeah. on investment. Um, but I'm absolutely like everyone I speak to is, is there's this traditional way of doing it, and they're afraid that by stepping away from doing that, it's going to have a big effect and big negative effect on business. But the question that's really got to be asked, right? And I ask you this mm. is when you've paid for an ad, how many times has the paper come back to you and said to you that this is the results of the ad? Like, do they break it down? I mean, they say no. to you, it goes to this many viewers and things yeah. like that. But now they, they can't even do that because I have to pay for a premium yeah. feature, which I've got, got something in the mail today saying I have to pay 200 crown for two months um, if I want the paper. But No, we don't get any statistics or... Uh, no data, no, no feedback. No, no Just no, taking money. Yeah. Money. Yeah. And that, I mean... We have to do, the, like, the stats for ourselves. And right now, it isn't looking that bright. Yeah, yeah. It's and it and it makes it harder too because it's probably something that successfully worked for your parents or your for your mother and your uncle in the past, right? Mm. So they're romantic. They're brought into yeah. the way that this is the way it's always been. You yeah. don't know, and they say to you, and they say to you, well, we all know. You're only young. You don't know. When you get a little bit older, you work it out, right? Is that? Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like that because you know yeah. I just put a. I'm not putting them on the no, spot. No, 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 yeah. but it is kind of like that. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You know, I, I put up a sign in the window um, the other day uh, with engagement rings and stuff and just a big sign that said, put a ring, a ring on it. Yeah. And everyone in my generation would know, put a ring on it. Yeah, it yeah, refers yeah. to Beyonce's yeah, song, yeah. put a ring on it. And they were like, oh, people don't understand English. You have to be more clear. Write it in Swedish. Because I, I actually wrote it in English, yeah. put a ring on it. Because that's an eye-catcher. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, you like they're they're pretty like um, emotionally or attached. In, yeah, absolutely. Uh, with they're the newspaper the and the adverts in there. Yeah. And just like and just like you said, your uncle would be attached to when someone comes in and shows you a ring from twenty seven yeah. years ago that he made. Like, of course he's going to be. It's he's put time and effort into that. Yeah. I get that. I understand that completely. Um, but obviously, from their perspective, and hopefully, when they listen to this, they 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 understand that there's a there is a bigger market. You know. Um, that have got money to spend and diversifying and maybe not putting all your budget in one or two things, maybe splitting your budget across five or six things. Yeah. And then slowly working out what works, testing it, analysing it, mm. looking at the data and then saying, okay, all right, well, the poorest performing one is that one, so we get rid of that. And then we work and we invest more and more in the ones that are. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. It's really, really interesting. And I'm not surprised at all. Um, so the online spending... Doesn't exist. Have you actually, have you ever boosted anything? Have you ever paid a small amount of money out of your own pocket to boost a, an ad that you've done? Like campaign or something? Yeah, just on... a small little thing on Facebook. You know, you pay 187 mm. crown. And... Yeah, I know. It's just a small, small amount. But mm. we've never done it. Because when I do, because I have to do it, there's no one else doing it. Mm. Uh, uh, as we talked about, there's time. Yep. Uh, but there's the insecurity. I want to know what I'm doing. I mm -hmm. want to get a grip on how it's made, how you're doing. I could just talk to someone who does it, but I ha I just haven't. Uh, I haven't done it. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a big deal. Mm. Uh, like 187 crowns, and you reach out to whatever uh, yeah. 100, 200 followers. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, we've never done it. Yeah. Do you under have you ever like obviously you're into your social media? So do you know, have you have you got to grips with the reach of each platform, do you understand the percentage mm. reach? So, like, you've got twelve hundred eighty-seven followers. At the yeah. moment, I think roughly about that mm. on your Facebook uh, profile on your page. Um, like, you know that Facebook's reduced its organic reach to one percent, so mm. you're reaching you know twelve people yeah. at the best. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, it is. And it's completely geared to spending money with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's the that's the benefit of sitting down and having a chat with someone that that would understand it. Yeah. Because it's it is, you don't have time, right? So we've got to try work out how you yeah. do everything to build a business. Um, and I, mean, I guess building the business is moves into my in my next question is like, what are the plans? What are your future plans for the business? Well, my future plans for Gunns Media would be that there will always be a store. Yep. Uh, because if we've been around for 62 years, there's 62 more years to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but for me, uh, obviously I wouldn't stay um, store manager for much longer. Yeah, maybe like, if I would say a five-year plan. The store is still there, as I said. Uh, but I'm going to build on my extension, on Gullgruven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the extension that is more personal yeah. um, and that is going to uh, make customers come in yeah. to the store because not that I'm there but because I tell a personal story my personal opinion like um, how would you say like I give them um, recommendations and do this do that don't do this yeah. uh, what you should think about and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, and, so you, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you like giving them tips and stuff like you know, like this is how you look after your jewelry. Yeah, this is exactly this is a like really that. good, exciting brand. Yeah. This is something brand that we had and we've had lots of returns on it, so it's not that great. Yeah. But you're giving, you're being honest to it, yeah. right? So that's really cool. 
is that going to be, maybe I'm getting a little bit too personal but with the business, but is that going to be like a, a sub-business within the business or are you going to go, are you looking at doing it separately? And what I mean by that is like you've got the big yeah, business. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say like my, my, my vision would be that it would be two separate ones. Mm. Um, with my focus on the the new project yeah. uh, because people might think that oh the jewelry business oh it's all flashy and oh it's big and oh you have you can go all to all these places and go on fairs and stuff yeah. but it's quite small yeah. and like for me as just a, just a normal regular person uh, in Hesterholm I have so much contact within the business because it's so small so I have all opportunities at, at like I have opportunities with the store since it's a family business, it's been around, but with this extended project that I'm doing, like the whole is the whole world is at my feet yeah. because it's so tiny and I have all the right contacts. It's not it's not because it's me, but it's because the jewelry industry is quite small, and it's quite easy to reach out to the like all the big brands and the the right people. Mm. Like they're they're offering a hand quite easily. Mm. Obviously, the, the industry is evolving all the time, so there's going to be new brands coming in, and they're yeah. going to want to work with people. And there's going to be obviously when you you look at the influencer market and the amount of brands that just go like, "Here's a pair of rings, mm. try them on. If you like them, take a photo." And, mm. and people do it, and you move content, you move you move um, products, sorry, yeah. content, but through the content you move the products. Is that something that's part of the plan, are you thinking? That is part of the plan and um, I don't know if I'm going to be the actual influencer with this uh, new project or if I'm going to outsource it somehow uh, to mm. another big influencer. I don't know yet, but when I started my, I have just a small tiny, tiny Instagram right now, started it up for like... It was maybe four weeks ago I started it, okay, cool. and so within within like a week of me posting, obviously I had some pictures that I've taken before with yeah. me and jewelry and explaining, and I'm just writing, I'm typing everything in Swedish mm. uh, for now, but it took like two one and a half week, and I had an offer of um, uh, from another brand uh, that we don't sell. That oh, um, if I send you this watch, can you um, um, can you show it on your uh, Instagram and um, uh, all the customers? Okay. Yeah, so I would get like a percentage of uh, because they would get a code with my uh, yeah, you know how it works. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I turned that one down because that was a brand that I didn't want to work with, yeah. uh, and I'm kind of torn uh, with. That's ballsy. Yeah. Most people would actually just take it and go, oh, yeah. I'm getting free shit. Yeah. No. 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 That's not me. And I'm kind of torn between, am I going to accept like, yeah, merch like yeah. Uh, from brands that we're not selling. Uh, or am, or am, how am I gonna do this? Yeah, uh, yeah. My my thoughts would be that I I would if that would be a brand that I uh, would be happy to represent in yeah. some way, but still it has to have 
some connection with the actual store. Absolutely. So that maybe if I if I have it on my Instagram, uh, people would like they could come into the store not buying it, but maybe order it through yeah. us. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Right now it's like that. I think. Have you actually sat down and had spent some time contacting the current suppliers that are, are filling the store with products? Have you spent time in saying like this is the bigger plan? I've already been approached by other people in your market space, but I actually want to be loyal. That's the reason why I picked yeah. you for the store. I want to keep that for my own personal thing. Is there a way in which we can work together? Have you done that yet? Uh, not yet. Uh, I've kind of talked about it with some people uh, in the business, and uh, they're so excited. They're super excited because there are all kinds of influencers, bloggers, whatever, uh, within fashion, within, uh, I don't know, um, interior designs, but there's no one who's just focused on jewelry. Uh, maybe there's just like some some girl somewhere that's putting on like a watch or a bracelet and then the other day uh, or the day after it's shoes and and the week after it's interior design but there's no really no one who's focusing on just the jewelry business uh, yet yeah but that is going to be me and uh, we had some um, some suppliers uh, coming in from Germany yesterday, yeah, cool. and I just kind of, I kind of told them because it's not when I go out with this that my extended project when I'm gonna like have this grand finale of my project. It's going to be big. It's going to be great. So I want to kind of keep it. I don't want to jinx it before it's finished because mm. maybe the the. The web, because I'm going to have a website as well. It actually, it's already, it's finished uh, or it's it's done. But through it's the same company. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> through, thought I, yeah. I thought I just gave another yeah. plug to another company. Yeah. yeah. Uh, through the same company. Yeah. Um, but when it hits, like when it hits the market, I want it to be perfect, super good, like it's, it's, yeah. yeah just I, bang I, on point, I, right? Yeah. No. No. Just nothing shitty, nothing, no faults, no, no, nothing. no pages that don't refresh, just none of that stuff. It's all been tested. Yeah, and, and I, those suppliers yeah. uh, that came in yesterday, I kind of just said to them, they're from Germany, uh, has three uh, worldwide brands. Um, I can just, yeah, uh, sat it uh, when we sat and had a coffee, and they were like, Ooh! they were so pleasant pleasantly surprised yes. and they were like we're gonna send you so much jewelry uh, because they were like all hyped up about it because uh, so there's a yep. demand for it because they because they know their market space yeah they know that traditional forms of marketing it's just not there anymore well, they don't exist they do they do to the people who are in a nursing home mm. that still watch tv mm. and the ads and they get the phone calls mm. that's still there yeah but it's not the 60, 70 percent it used to be. It's the 10, 20 yeah. percent, right? And now this emerging way of doing things, I have absolutely no doubt. Like you, my personal feeling would be, and I'm going to say this on, on record, right, is that I would somehow keep this in a loop with the business, yeah, the store, and I would do that for a reason, right? Because if you are as drivey as you are, right, and 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 I think that you will get to what you want to achieve, yeah. um, people are actually going to want to come and yeah. actually see where this yeah. all started. Yeah. And it's almost like a, a rebirth of, 
1957, yeah, but, yeah. right? It started yeah. there. There's something new, but it's in the 21st yeah. tech industry, but it still had its roots yeah. right there, right? Because you still made that decision, even though you, you at the beginning of the podcast, you said, reluctantly, I had to go, mm. right? But then you fell in love with it, right? Yeah. And you now find your niche, but then you're finding it in your own space. Yeah. And I think that that's really cool. And I, I would somehow do it because, you know, to be honest, the potential for you to make money online is vastly bigger. Yeah. It's a bigger audience. Um, especially once you go into English and then you start to work the algorithm in Facebook and Instagram better because yeah. it's very narrowed into Swedish. Um, yeah, you can start to funnel some you know, some investment back into that and make it really cool. Like, that's my thing. Yeah. I'm looking, yeah, at, I'm looking that, at the 5% yeah, period, right? That you, you are like, you, you're uh, you narrowing it down and like pinpointing everything that I that I'm thinking but I cannot really, I could, I can't put it like on paper yet. Um, yeah. But that's true. Everything that you're saying is true. And uh, yeah. Because there's also this romanticism from you. It's your family. Like you want to break free and prove to them that, trust me, I was yeah. 25, 30 a few years ago. Uh, and But you, you do, you want to break free from them. But at the same time, you're only doing it because you want to prove that you are capable of doing so, right? Yeah. And but you don't want yeah. to divorce them. You don't want to leave no, them. No, no. Right? So you want to bring them with the, on the journey with you. They're stuck in their ways at the moment. I shouldn't say stuck, okay? But they're in their ways yeah. at the moment. And you're seeing new avenues of opportunity. And you want to bring them along for the ride because you know that they're going to benefit from it. And we all love our parents, yeah. right? And, 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 and our family members. And that's the reason why we want to try and help them as much as we possibly can. In any way we can. Yeah, and you know they're they're settled like they're they enjoy like the they enjoy our customer base the like the amount of money that's going into the company they don't want to grow obviously they don't want to be reduce but yeah they're happy where yeah, they are yeah. but like for me I just I I need to develop some somehow I want to grow like. And I struggled with that before. How can I make my kind of niche in this business? Yep. Because I'm, if there's one thing that I'm sure of, is that I don't want to stand in that store for the rest of my life and do nothing else with it. Yep. I don't want to settle because we have a, such a good customer base, as we've been talking about like a thousand times now. But we need a bigger one and a better one and a new one and yeah, we can't just settle. No, because it, 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 with the development of the online space, right, comes development of the store space. People are going to want to come. Yeah. Out. Because it's kind of like I can go online now. I can buy something from Harrods, yeah. right? In yeah. Uh, online, done. I can buy the same thousand pound or thousand crown ashtray. Yeah. Online as I can do in the store, mm. but there's a, if you've never been to Harrods before, Harrods is an experience yeah, that you want to go into, is, yeah. and there's going to be people still want to be touchy feely. Yeah, uh, they still want to try clothes on, try shoes on, try jewelry on before they buy it. And and you know if you if you reach the the heights of some of these influences, right, the one thing a lot of them don't have is they don't actually have a physical presence to leverage off, right. To have a secondary sort of like home yeah. where people can go to, and I think if you can do that really well and encompass them with that, you're onto a winner for sure. Absolutely, onto yeah. A winner. Um, thank you. I know. I think I think it's really really cool, and I think it's really. 
I think it's awesome, and I think. But I, my my advice to you would be, sit sit your mum and uncle down and say like, I'm understand exactly where you are with the business and and everything. Not comfortable, but you, you, yeah. you enjoy it, right? But the problem is things are moving, and we as a business need to move. And and how do we do this slowly? Yeah. Right? You don't have to jump into it and make big changes. But definitely, like keep them in abreast. Put put reports in front of them. Obviously, you can't do the testing mm. and analyzing at the moment, but you'll get to that point at yeah. some point. Um, but going through this process, but what uh, my next question is basically, what what advice would you give other twenty something, thirty something year old, um, you know, workers that are working their way up through into management or are already in management? What have you experienced that you'd like to you think you could share with them? Well, when I speak to my my friends and my mom and yeah, whatever family that's around. Uh, <laughs> I always say that my experience from my past jobs, because I've worked with a lot of different stuff before yeah. this. And I, yeah, I told you before the interview, I used to live in Spain for some time. The one thing that I have in my, like, in my backpack would be the things that I would not do again. Yeah. Like, I would never put up with this, and this, and this, and that, again, and... What are this, 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 and that, if you don't want me to To take on stuff that you can't handle, like you have too little time, you, well, or can't handle, I can handle everything, that's my problem. Yeah. Um, and to, how do you say that? Can you say delegate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, because it's the same in Swedish. Uh, and delegate... Because I suck at it. Yeah. Because I want to do everything. I don't want to do everything by myself, but it's just easier if I just do it. Uh, yep. Do it right now. And, but if you can, buy the services from another company. And I, like, I was taught by someone if... How can I ever explain this? Um... <laughs> <laughs> if my I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> no, but go for it. if if my salary or if if another company's salary would be lower than my own, mm. why don't outsource it to that company? Correct. If like you understand what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like as you said, Time is with, money, right? yeah, it is, and don't get too romantic about it. That I am. Mm. Um, at the moment, I try to like detach myself from from all that kinds of feelings because this is a business we're talking about. It's mm. not my baby. It's not my dog. It's not my boyfriend. It's just a business. If you want to make money, like see where the money goes right now mm. and see what you wanna, what you can do to change it. For me, it's it is what you've been saying. It is to outsource stuff, so yeah. I get more time to do this, the things that I'm actually super good at, instead mm. of doing things that I'm not that good at. Yeah, because if people don't realize it's an eight-minute meeting to discuss exact, like a week or a month's worth of you know online strategy and campaigns, mm. right? And it's just eight minutes, and it's done, yeah. and then you're off doing your own thing again, mm. and and someone else is doing that for you, and they come back to you at stages. You work through a process, not hard, right? And but what that does is it frees up more time for you to go and then direct message all your yeah, cust uh, exactly. direct message not only your customers but direct message all the the uh, the companies that are that are supplying you products 
and then from that then it allows you to then build that other section right and that's what this is all about yeah it's just if we can save julia time here it allows julia to do this and allows you to do that and so on and so forth that's it, it, it what you i guess what you're trying to say is there's two parts of that that everyone fails in and, and i'm guilty of it too right is the first one is you want to do everything yeah and then the second one is you want to please everyone yeah. Right. But you can't do both. No. As you said before, Impossible. you can't. You can't, from a perspective of having products, you can't have everything for everyone. You got to narrow that down, and the same approach has got to be done for um, for how you operate in business. Um, if there's anything you would change, if you had to start again tomorrow, your mum asked you to come in. Your mum and your uncle asked you to come back in and start work today and tomorrow, and you had to all again. What would you do? What's one thing that you would change? That's a hard question. Yeah. It is a hard question. Is it hard because there's more than one or is it hard because there is there is actually nothing you would change? You uh, no, it's hard because there's more than one. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with it, but I would have done it differently. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have that many brands as we do. Yep. For example. Yeah. Uh, it's... Super good. I can't say anything about it, but still, still, as you say, it burns a hole in your pocket. Yeah. Um, and is it worth it? Because maybe one between one or ten customer wants it in a year, it's not worth it. So you're okay. So you okay. So you're telling me that the bulk of what you actually want, a bulk of what you sell, is actually made by the family. Because if someone comes in with, let's like, say, a Pandora ring, mm. right? Like, we'll just use my ring for example. Mm. If someone comes in with that, they mm. see that in a book, and they go, "I want it made," but they know it's thirty thousand or fifty thousand sec. Yeah. And they can get it made cheaper, right? Well, probably, yeah, you could get it made cheaper, of course. I shouldn't make. I don't want to use the uh, word cheaper, but you know. Because you're buying the brand as well. If it's that's Pandora, what I mean. That's yeah, what I mean. like yeah, yeah. So you're paying. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying a bit for the. It's the same. We have Michael Kors, for example. Mm. Uh, it's not silver. It's not gold. It's steel, and we all know steel is steel is steel. It's yeah. nothing, but still, it costs like three times as much as another Swedish brand that is also steel. Because you're buying the brand, and it's not about the. Um, it's not about how it looks, or it's a, oh, it's a super good material, no, or anything, no. or sustainable, people or, are, yeah. People are materialistic, and yeah. they go after a brand. That's what yes. I want. I want, like, a, a Nixon watch, yeah. and I want... Yes. Oh, I'm going to drive a Beamer, and that's it, yes. like, that sort of stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. okay, so, the, so when it comes to this, people are no different whatsoever. Um... So and so he said, "There's too many things." There's yeah, a, but that a, would be the one to just narrow it down. Don't have any like because there's a bit that you get quite romantic about that as well. To so have small brands, small Swedish brands, mm. because we are good at that. We have a lot of Swedish brands. Yeah, yeah. But maybe a little bit too much, like a little bit too much indie brands, yeah. because oh, you love their story, or there's a story behind it, and the customer loves the story. Well. The customer loves the story, but still, they don't buy it. But so. you surely, but surely, like looking at the bigger picture, yeah. you can then take that away from a physical cash out mm. investment and put that into a, I'll advertise yeah. it on my yeah. secondary part of the business. Yeah. But I'm not holding stock. If an order comes in, yeah. I will then order it individually and yeah. just ship it directly. Yeah. 
Like that's a much better model. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's a much much better model. So, um, how can uh, how can Remedia listeners, um, you know, reach you um, to get in contact with both the store and obviously your new project? Uh, they can uh, reach us through phone, uh, just regular landline phone yeah. uh, goes directly through this to the store. They can reach us on direct message on Instagram. They can uh, reach us on Messenger, yeah. Facebook Messenger. You can plug all the places. Yeah, if you've got... uh, yeah. yeah. Well, if... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, well, for those people who can actually understand it, it's. Guldsmedjan Hasleholm. Yeah. Mm. All the things will be in the show notes, so don't yeah. stress. I'll have all the links down below. So that's yeah. all good. Uh, and obviously, uh, it's the same on Facebook. But yeah, um, we're on landline, we're on Messenger, we're on direct message. We have a. Um, uh, you can send us an email through our website. Yep. And yeah, and the same goes for my extended project. Yeah, which I'll put all that stuff in the show notes, as I just said. Um, Juliet, thank you so, so much. Um, Thank you for, for spending the time with me this morning. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. It's um, it's always good for me to sit down with local business managers and owners and get an understanding of actually what's happening. Because quite clearly, in your case, there's opportunity, massive opportunity for growth. But then there's also yes. there's also this huge, huge um, history behind a very successful business that is has been around for a lot longer than you and I have yeah. combined yeah. our ages yeah. together. It's probably longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's really really good to see an actual like a local business doing so well uh, and with so much more potential of growth. Yeah. But uh, look, thank you so so much, and um, yeah, I really really appreciate pleasure it. Pleasure on my side. It was truly a pleasure. No worries. Actually, before we go, yeah. before we go, um, it is coming to summer, and obviously we've got um, you know businesses are doing things that are you know for their clients. Is there anything any sort of special deals? That you've got going that you would like to promote uh, uh, for, yeah. for the summer, spring and summer period. Uh, yeah, there is. We have exceptional prices on uh, both wedding rings and engagement rings. So, if you haven't done it yet, put a ring on it. Brilliant! Thank you very, very much. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out. Take care, everyone. Have a good day. <laughs>